Hey, what's up guys? This is Matt Belair. I'm the host of the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show, and I'm also a peak performance and mindset coach. In this video, I want to give you tools and strategies for overcoming anxiety and depression and help you move into more of a state of peace, calm, hopefully even joy and bliss. There are so many people out there who really struggle with anxiety. Some people wake up and they don't even want to be alive. They don't even want to. Uh, some people are numb. Some people just have these repetitive thoughts that go through their mind all day, every day. And it's like this weight, this blanket that is awful and it just sucks the life out of them. And it's horrendous to see. I've worked with a lot of people who have um, this in a small degree and also in um, the worst case scenario where you know, they're even committing, uh, wanting or thinking about committing suicide, which is awful. Um, if that's where you are right now, uh, sending you all of my uh, well wishes, please don't do that. Um, seek help um, from a person. Just seek help because it is a real issue and it's okay to talk about it. And I hope that this video will help people who are really struggling with anxiety, depression, or even um, thoughts that are really uh, final, the really final thoughts. And, uh, so I'm hoping this video can help you. So the first thing I want to bring up is this old Cherokee legend. And you can see there are two wolves behind me. And there's an old uh, Cherokee teaching, um, a story about a Cherokee uh, grandfather teaching his grandson. And it goes like this. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is angry. Envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a moment and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one you feed. Now, I love this story because it really illustrates what's going on in many people's minds. Um, this is very common. Everybody struggles with light and dark. We often in our minds, unfortunately, when we have a traumatic experience, maybe somebody was mean to us, maybe we had something terrible happen to us, we'll wake up and because the way that our minds work, we'll, we're designed to keep ourselves safe. That's what the conscious mind does. Um, the reticular activating system and all kinds of other things in our neurology want to keep us safe. And so when we had a traumatic experience, it's going to bring it up into the forefront of our consciousness and we're going to relive it. And there are tools and ways that we can diminish the feeling of that. And so the first thing that I want to share is that it's a process. It's not that you're not supposed to feel anxiety or depression. It's a process and where you shift your focus. And I'm going to give you an illustrated example. I'm going to change my background here so you can kind of um, get a visual representation of what I'm talking about. And so when we have negative emotions, um, I can actually even share the screen. When we have a negative emotion and we think about, I don't know, something that makes us anxious, or something that we're worried about, we wear it. It's like this suit. It's like it comes on us and we, we can't get rid of it. And it's just completely awful. Well, it feels like it's like a slime and you can't get it off, um, but you can't. 
It's just, uh, it's where you're focusing. So right now I'm talking to you, right? And um, say you're in front of me and we're, we're having a discussion and all of a sudden my mind goes to a negative thought. So in front of me, I can't see what's behind me, right? This is my consciousness, my subconscious mind, all these crazy thoughts, but you're in front of me in reality. So just imagine we're chatting and then all of a sudden my anxiety comes up or my depression or I'm thinking, wow, like, uh, this person probably hates me. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. And just negative stop comes out. So it's like, so what happens is your attention turns around and you just start looking behind you. You just start looking at this image and that's where your focus is going. So the person is in front of you and you're physically looking at them. Um, but really what you're doing is in your mind, you've turned around and you're just staring at this image and that's where your focus is. That's where your attention is. And it's kind of got you like that. It's got you as this, like this cage this feeling that you, you can't overcome. Now the simple way to come back is to just bring your attention back to the present moment. I know it doesn't sound like, uh, something that's amazing, um, but wherever you put your attention, energy, and focus, that's where you place your energy. And so the big thing to understand here, it's not bad to have these thoughts, um, but you can change them by bringing your focus back onto the present moment and recognize that it's a process. It's not just going to go away immediately. Just because you and I are having a conversation or you're having a conversation with your mother or your father or your friend and this backdrop in your mind like this kind of happens and then you're staring at it for a while and then you say, oh yeah, Matt said, uh, you know, bring my attention back to the present moment. Okay, back to the present moment. Here we go. And then immediately this thing gets your attention and you go back. And so that's okay. That's a part of the process. But where your power lies is to come back to the present moment, to what is true. And the truth is your whole perfect harmonious as you are, even if you've had traumatic experiences or you don't believe that fully. That's the truth. We're all whole, perfect, and harmonious as we are. And we all have these demons. We all have this um, negative side to us. We all have these um, traumas that we, we want to overcome. So the first thing that I wanted to share is we can shift our focus back to what we prefer. And so our power is where we give our attention. Now, the idea as well, too, is not to judge the negative. So as we look at this negative screen behind us, we judge, oh, we maybe shouldn't be having these thoughts, right? And, or, or who am I, like, why am I such a loser? Why am I having these thoughts? You know, I'm, I'm worthless, whatever, I should be better. The judging them is a, is a key thing to understand. It's just to recognize that our minds and our worlds is our light and dark, that we have to have these feelings. It's part of the human experience. Um, it's not all joy, bliss, um, happiness, I wish it were, um, but it's not. And so when we kind of understand that, we can make a little bit more peace with it. So if you were going to go swimming and the water were cold and you jump in the water, um, you would know that part of that process is getting wet, it's getting cold, it's getting uncomfortable. It's a little bit what life is like. I like skateboarding and I know that when I skateboard, I'm going to fail so many times. If you're an entrepreneur, if you've ever tried to get good at something, you recognize that you fail often, that it's a part of the process. And so if you can kind of see that with your thoughts and say, hey, you know, these negative thoughts, are, they're kind of a part of the process. But the key distinction is you don't need it to let it like 
hold on to you, right? So right here, he's kind of got it stuck to his face. You can just unstick it to your face, and that's your conscious will. That is more powerful than this thought because these are running subconsciously, unconsciously. And what they're doing is they're sending up flares to remind you to get into this feeling. And so here's a process about that feeling. There's, there's many techniques out there that I really like. EFT is one of them, and um, it's called emotional freedom technique. And really what it does is just really basically goes from what you don't want to what you do want. So, and it also adds acupuncture where you're, you're tapping the hand. But even if you just remove that and you use the language part, what you tell yourself, the inner world and what you say in your, in your mind is so important. So you could say, even though, and you just say what's happening, even though I'm having these thoughts where I don't feel good enough, I feel like a loser yesterday, I had this experience and I failed and everybody made fun of me and I just feel like a total piece of crap, I still completely love and accept myself. And even if you say it, it might not feel that way at first, but you keep repeating that. And the way that the mind works is it creates these neural nets, these webs. So when we have an experience, um, it creates a connection, a neural connection. Now, when it's the emotion that makes them stick. So there's a saying in neurology that says the neurons that uh, fire together, wire together, um, and emotions are, are what create that. So when it's a negative emotion, um, it can actually get addictive. If you look at Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, we might even not even recognize it and say, why would we be addicted to something that's awful? It's just the way that the mind works. It's not a good or bad thing. It's just happening. And so when we become aware of the background behind us, we're having a chat, we look behind, like, oh my God, I, that's terrible. I don't want that. You come back to the to present and you're snipping just like that little cage there, that little wire that's got them attached. You're snipping that neural net and you're focusing on what you want. So you could just do three deep breaths. You know, I want to feel peace and calm right now. You do the three deep breaths, right? You're feeling anxious. I want to feel peace and calm right now. You feel peace and calm right now. Immediately after, you see something like this. That's okay. No problem. Um, just come back over and over because uh, I'm just going to switch up the, the background again because it's a, it's a process. It's not an end result. You don't just like do something and all of a sudden you're joy and bliss all day, but you do tilt the scales to feeling more peaceful, more joyous, naturally as you become more aware of how you feel. So if you look behind me now, we've got like what's happening in the mind is like the destructive scenario. You're, this destructive scenario, the energy of it, whatever's happening unconsciously is trying to get your attention. You're just moving about your life. You're walking somewhere. You're driving to work. You're having a conversation. You're doing something. And this thing is sending up flares, this energy to say, hey, look at this terrible memory. Look at this terrible thing that could happen in the future. Maybe later today, this awful thing will happen. So rather than being present, you look back here and it's like, oh my goodness, this awful thing could happen, right? Just remember that your power is coming back to the present moment. So just because your mind is thinking this, the first thing is just don't judge it. It's not a good or bad. So you look at it and you say, okay, holy smokes this representation of some awful thing just stop and don't not try to feel it don't not try to feel the anxiety like even though it's rough you're like okay go into the feeling you're feeling the anxiety of the, that possibility then you take your power back you could say something like i take my power back from this creation now there's a lot of books out there in quantum physics and spirituality that say we create everything we create everything in our hologram uh you know or in our life and so if you have that understanding, then you can change anything. So we, the hard part is you got to accept the bad too. 
And so it's like, all right, I've created everything. So I'm creating this feeling of lack. I'm creating this anxiety. I'm creating this scenario where I'm in a bad financial situation. I'm in a bad relationship. I'm something else. Okay, if we, if we take responsibility for that, we can change it. But if it's something external, if it's, if it's the external world doing it to us, then we're always going to be at the whim of the external world being easy, um, nothing going wrong, but that's not what life is like. All the masters, all people who have achieved greatness in sport, in business, in life, and spirituality, personal development, any field in the arts, they'll say there's a lot of challenges. Like, you know, I had to overcome a lot of challenges, so we know that's a part of it. And so the idea is not to live in the destruction. And so now what we can come back and do is... There we go. Focus on the creation. So you have entropy, which is thinking about uh, all the negative stuff that could happen, all the terrible things, right? But then we have creation. Well, neg entropy is not a great w way to say it in, in um, you know, kind of scientific terms, but growth, right? That little, that little flower rising up. So we can, we can take that mental energy. So you and I are talking, and then maybe my mind is going off into what I could create. Now, Focus and, and attention in the present moment is the optimal way to go. But the idea is to let you know that there's an option. I could be thinking about this or I could be thinking about this and this. And if you see the wolves, it's like I could go over here to the dark wolf and have all my anxiety, depression, all the stuff that could happen. I could be over here with the white wolf with maybe some of the things that are joyful and, and blissful that I want to create. The choice and the power is up to you to just just to rein rein your mind back in. And in Buddhism, they'll talk about the the monkey mind, how the mind just goes all around and does its thing, and and just allow that to be. That's the whole non-judgment point. If you just keep going to the negative side, it's okay. Don't judge the fact that you keep going into anxiety, keep going into depression, keep going into all these other things. Just come back to the present moment, to where you are, and then that's where your power is. You can then make a new decision. You can set your intention. You can do three deep breaths, right? You keep going into anxiety. Just like, okay, three deep breaths and a simple affirmation. I choose to feel more peace and calm now. You could use EFT. Um, that's just saying what's happening. You know, they also recommend tapping. Um, it's supposed to, uh, when I was in China training with the Shaolin monks, you should see the energy grid that they have and and i'd say what do you if you get a cold they're like oh you put it here and it's like huh and they're like yeah well it depends on what type of cold because if it's this type you actually put the needle here and i was like oh my goodness and it's so this energetic system of of how they lay out the body and so that's kind of what this does is it works with uh eft does w working with um tapping points so one of them is the side of the hand and there's other spots you could do as well but really quick you could just say it or you could add the tapping even though i feel super anxious I choose to feel more peace and calm right now. That's it. And the power in that, I don't know how to, I don't know how to <clears throat> ex exclaim it or, or, or make it more important, that that is the power. That's it because the mind is natural function. It kind of just goes around, and that's okay. Where we get dragged in the mud and where it becomes a problem is where we think that this net, this spider web, this negative emotion – this thing that we're focused on, like I'm just sitting here and because this thing's got my net and it's like holding my head. I'm trying to look at you, but it's like pulling me back. It's pulling me back and I like have to stare at it. I'm like, no, Matt, you understand? Like I have to look at this scary thing or this thing that brings me anxiety, this thing that brings me depression. I have to look at it. And I'm saying, no, you don't. All you need to do is use your consciousness. You snip, snip, snip. Then boom, that's broken, right? 
you come back to present moment and then it gets you again, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so don't judge it. Just keep coming back. And what will happen over time, you'll get space. Because right now, when you're lost in it, when you're stuck in it, when you think that there's no way out between the anxiety and depression and whatever you might be feeling, um, it feels like this. It feels like you're handcuffed, you're trapped, you're, you're chained. There's no way right, to get this sludge and this feeling off. But even if you can find one little blip, right, and it's like scissors, and it's literally what's happening in your neurology. The, the neurons come together, your conscious awareness snips it, and there's an amazing thing called neural pruning. So let's say this negative image behind me is one of your traumas or, or what you think. Like maybe in anxiety, you're always thinking about how people are talking about you and all that kind of stuff. Again, that's an outer reality. And if you take um, all your focus, attention to like I create everything. And so, wow, like huh, I'm creating a reality where I'm so worried about what other people think. Well, you go to the inner reality, right? And you just you focus on how you feel and like you bring the attention back and say, they say, hey, Matt, you're a, you're a bearded loser and your podcast sucks. And I'm like, oh, man, um, immediately my feelings are probably going to be hurt. I get people on YouTube who say, you know, very rarely, thankfully, um, but uh, they'll say something mean. And I think, ow, like, ouch, that hurt my feelings. I'm like, I'm a 36-year-old man. I shouldn't worry about that. Somebody talking crap to me on the Internet. But my feelings are get, get sore. And uh, so then I just got to come back and, and kind of, you know, come back to the emotion, not judge it. It's like, okay, I don't feel... Uh, I did this the other day. So somebody said something stupid and I was like, oh man. And I was like, okay, even though I'm feeling like, uh, you know, hurt that the person said that, um, you know, I don't have to always please everybody. And that I was like, oh, so I went into the emotion of that negative feeling and the information came out like, oh, I can't please everybody. Of course I can't. That's ridiculous. Nobody can do that. And so it gave, that gave me space. So I went into it felt it for a moment and uh, I was just like, okay, you know, I take my power back from the situation um, and uh, that's what came out. And so if you look in spiritual teachings and uh, even quantum physics, they'll talk about an alchemy. They'll, they say alchemy is, is alchemizing the emotions. So the more negative and uncomfortable, the more information is there. So it's not not to be felt because the feeling just happens naturally. Um, it's just not to judge the feeling and then to take your power back from that situation. So you could say something bad happens and you're like, okay, cool. You know, I'm creating situations where I always feel anxiety and not good enough and people are being mean to me, whatever the case is. Um, you know, I choose to take my power back from that creation now. And I choose to feel more peace and calm and, and I, I would like this instead. And so it's, a, it's so much a process. It's not a permanent state. I think that over time you end up being in the state of joy and bliss and peace more often, um, and that's definitely possible. But for most people, especially to get from point A of depressed, anxious, uh, anxiety, all that kind of stuff, it is a process to get over to the other side. Okay, so I want to give you another example of what I am talking about Um so, you know, like the good and bad, right? People say, um, I don't want to have this experience. It's bad. It's negative. It's true in, in a way, but from, let's say, a quantum physics perspective or a high-level spirituality one, they say there is no good or bad. And you can think, well, how the heck is that possible? Of course there's good and bad. Of course there's evil. Of course there's all these things. And I agree. I think so too. 
but also in a in a different frame i understand what the point is and so i'm going to illustrate the point there's this uh zen farmer story if you've ever heard this and it talks about um the zen farmer and he's got these horses right and one day he loses one of his horses he his horse gets out and and the farmer comes over his next door neighbor comes over and says oh wow what terrible luck like you just lost your your best horse and the zen farmer says maybe um, three days later, that horse comes back with five other wild horses, and he's like, oh, the farmer's neighbor comes back over again. He's like, oh, what great luck. He came back with five horses, and the farmer says, maybe. And um, then the next day, the farmer's son is, is riding the horse, and he falls off, and he breaks his leg. The next-door neighbor comes back over again. He's like, oh, your son broke his leg. What terrible luck. And the farmer says, maybe. The next week the military comes over to draft his son into the war but because his leg was broken he was unable to go and the neighbor comes over again and and he and he says wow what great luck you know broke his leg but he didn't have to go to war so what what fortunate luck and the zen farmer says maybe and so that's kind of the idea of you know we don't know you know it, we could we could think it's bad but it could end up being good and on my podcast, I've heard of so many people going through really severe illnesses, uh, traumas, losses, and it shaped who they were. They were able to adapt um, and alchemize the experience. It doesn't mean that it's easy. It definitely does not mean that it's easy. It's probably, if anything, well, they tell me it's incredibly hard. But when they're able to alchemize it and go through it, they they get a ton of information and it shapes who they are so we're strong enough to get through but we have to continue taking our power back and we just have to remember the process of how we how we go through it and it's and it's a lifestyle like um and so this is another example so we're going about our days right and then what the negative thing is trying to do is it's fishing it's sending up flares to get your attention through feeling through thoughts through images it's like hey look back here and so i look i'm like yes right and then it's kind of caught you so if you come back to the present moment right so you've caught it and you're looking at this thing whatever the negative thing is in your mind at that time and you say oh okay I realize that I'm looking at this thing I don't need to now I'm gonna take my power back so it's like thank you for seeing that I go into the feeling for a second and just say okay I reclaim my power you could do EFT you could do an affirmation and I reclaim my power and I choose now I choose to be peaceful and present and aware so you snip it right you come back um, to the present moment now what this is gonna do is it's gonna send out flares it's gonna do all kinds of things to get your attention again just throwing out bait for you to catch right so it's gonna make all kinds of ruckus in your mind to come and say hey hey why are you focused on the here and now don't focus on the here and now get back here to this terrible world that I've designed for you that's not even real you know, quantum physics tells us that the physical reality is not even real. You know, when you when you boil it down to physical matter, it disappears and reappears. So that's a weird thing to think about if you're talking to someone and they're not even there and you're creating your whole reality. So then, then think about the reality your mind is creating. We know for sure that that's not real. Like definitely, definitely, definitely not real. So why are we spending so much time there? Probably because we get addicted to that emotion. Maybe it's a part of our human psyche process of evolution. Maybe we need to learn how to alchemize those things. I don't really know for sure, um, but I do know that we can come back to the present moment, reclaim our power, and then just decide and or make it a prayer. You can use that too, the process of prayer. So you go into the negative thing, say, dear spirit, God, universe, nature, anyone, um, yourself, 
to say, you know, please help me get through these thoughts of anxiety, depression. Um, you know, I keep going over here. Please, you know, help me be more peaceful and present. And it's the commitment to the process. That's everything. And it has, it's not a one and done technique. There are techniques out there that are really good um, and they really go across um, the same basis. Take accountability for everything. You're creating your hologram. I'm creating my hologram. It's not all good. Um, so understanding and not judging a bad thing. So another example for good and bad would say, um, you know, being sore is bad. Well, if I go work out really hard and my body is toast, that's not necessarily bad. I had to go through a process so my body could adapt. Um, you know, somebody, you, I've had this lots of times too on the podcast, someone lost their job. And they say, oh my God, I lost my job. Um, but then they refocused and figured out more clearly who they were, who they wanted to be, and they ended up getting a different job. They were able to adapt. So like, yeah, it's going to be challenging. No one's saying it's not. You lose your job. And you're like, oh my God, I got to support this and this and this and this and this. And you go, okay, come back to where your power is. Because first of all, you're going to look over here in the darkness and say, this is the worst thing ever. Oh my God, I'm like, I'm toast. And, um, <clears throat> or you can say, okay, what do I want to create? Right? That's our focus. We get to choose that. We get to choose where we want to focus. And so, um, that's, that's really important too. So I'm going to bring up a couple other screens to kind of share this. So it's really where we focus, right? We can focus on the light and we can focus on the dark. It's our choice. It, to our conscious mind, it, it doesn't matter where we choose. For whatever reason, when we're stuck in anxiety and depression, we just naturally get our minds have better, I guess, bait or fishing lures or whatever to haul us and turn around and we look at the dark side. But the light is equally there and they both need to be present because we live in a world of duality. And if you look at the yin-yang symbol, you know, this is an ancient symbol that's basically saying, you know, we live in a dual universe. And where we focus, that's the most important thing. And that's where our power is. We can always, always take it back. And so... This is a really great illustration here. I love this piece of art. And if you imagine your consciousness is the center point and the, the stuff on the left is the anxiety, the depression, uh, the limitation, the self-doubt, the internal dialogue that's just awful to ourselves, it just has better, maybe more appealing uh, fishing uh, lures. It's just it's shinier. It's got a more emotion to it. It's, uh, you know, for whatever reason, it's just more appealing to our mind to keep our focus and our attention over there. But where he is is kind of like the center point. And so he can look over here to the left all he wants. And additionally, he can look over to the right to what he wants to create. And that's the invitation is, is learning like a process or tool to change your consciousness, to, to train it. It's going to take training to do it over and over again as a process, as a way of life, not a one and done. You know, I wake up some days as telling, you know, the person I was working with today, and I wake up and so I sometimes have awful thoughts too. And what I like to do recently is I just journal in the morning. It puts me in a more of a state of neutrality. Uh, in the past, I did working out, and I like working out too. But just understanding I don't have to stay in the state on the left that I do have an option when I remember that I've been just staring at the negative uh, part of duality for a while that I can move over to the creation side whenever I remember 
and want to switch my consciousness. That is the ultimate power, and that is a process. And if you're lost in it right now, it's going to take some time. But each time you do it, it's like a rep. So if you're com terribly out of shape and you try to you know, go to the gym and you walk a mile, that might be incredibly hard. But you show up the next day, it's still going to be hard. The next day, it's still going to be hard. Um, but in a very short time, if you can commit to 10 days, you make exponential progress. And then 20 days, again, you make exponential progress. And 30 days, you essentially change your way of being because the habit became natural, became integrated into who you are. So before you were out of shape, your natural way of being was you didn't go to the gym, you probably sat down a lot, you ate very terrible food, uh, and you got that result. And it was you know, un unhealthy living, low energy, and all the things that come through it. Well, when you make that switch in over 30 days, you change your results, you change your way of being, uh, through consistency, but but it, there's a there's a it's a it, it's a process. It changes your way of being um, over time, and so you commit to the process. Um, it's not an end state. It's not like you can stop working out the next week and you're always going to be in shape. It's the way you live, and so the same goes for your mind. It's it's the way that you're going to choose to engage your mind and your perspective. A simple, gentle reminder, and so. You know, just like this image here, you can you can focus on what you want to create. As as your mind goes into the darkness, you can then bring it back, and you can instead focus. You know, what would I prefer? You know, I feel anxious. I'd like to feel uh, present and confident as much as possible. Now, you can bring it into a prayer. You can do whatever you can kind of do. But remember that center point there, this guy in the middle. That's your center point, and your consciousness is essentially this guy. And you can choose. You want to look to the right. You want to look to the left. And so the the premium result when you think about the wolves is to be present where you are now. Where whatever you're experiencing, whatever's going on in your world, just to to be present in it and things will happen. Some of them will make you feel good, some of them will make you feel bad, some of them will make you feel terrified, some of them will make you feel anxious, some of them will make you feel however you feel. You don't choose how you feel, it just happens right it just happens like when you surprise and you know my daughter's super cute and i just keep giving her little startles i'll hide behind something i'll give her a little scare and she's just like she'll laugh and i'll give her a hug but um you know she didn't choose to feel scared I just kind of like startled her and then um but then i give her a big hug and it's fine but she doesn't choose that feeling you know it's just her natural state of being when she's playing sometimes she's happy and we're like that as humans we go through a day and we have something that happens so it's like oh we feel happy but the truth is that the external, whatever it might be, um, can't be the thing that we rely on for our happiness. We have to rely on ourselves to be happy or to be content even, or to understand that we, our consciousness, who we actually are, deep inside, that's the thing that controls our emotional state. It is not up to anything outside of us. Now, that's super hard to do. I understand that. and But I know it's possible and I know it's true. Because if I'm always relying on something outside of me to generate an emotional state, then whatever happens outside is going to dictate how I feel about my life. But if you switch it back and you can generate states of even contentment, just being content, uh, grateful, appreciative. You know, you might not have, every, have everything. And the reason why 
you then feel less than is because you have this, right? Whatever this is, and you want that, and then there's a gap, and then that 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 gap in the middle is the frustration. Oh, I'm not good enough, or I'll be happy then. I'll be happy when I get this. I'll be happy when you get that, and it robs you from the present. You know, um, the future isn't here yet. Uh, the past has already happened. That's why they call um, you know now the present. It's the present. This is the present of what you get, and. It's also a mysterious universe. It might be a surprise, like like a, ooh, like that was unexpected. I you know I I didn't expect that crazy thing to happen. And and as long as we don't judge it as like a good or bad, it's just what it is. And obviously, right, like uh, things are like seem bad. Like I was snowboarding one year, and um, I was trying to get these learned to snowboard videos done. And uh, I I wasn't you know I was a pretty good snowboarder at the time, but I wanted to be a lot better. I was, I was getting the 720s down, and so I had everything 540s every single way, and uh, I just got the 720. And I was like, yeah, 720. So I had to get it on film. And my cousin cousin was there, and I was kind of pushing it a little bit because uh, it was springtime riding, and and I had to get it on camera. And um, the jumps they're really really big, but what happened was the it got slushy, so my heels dug in as they're not supposed to because the basically the jump kind of fell apart a little bit and uh and i didn't make the end and i broke my arm now you'd say oh that's bad and kind of was bad if my arm was broken um but what happened was i spent uh that time that i would have been snowboarding and i got all my online business up um I, then you know i ended up profiting from that and um <clears throat> and so i don't know if it would have been as productive as my arm was, was better and so it's just kind of ideas like that over over the long term you know, we, we live, this is, we got to accept reality for what it is. It has good and it has bad. But, but a lot of that's happening in our mind, in this world that's artificial, that's not real, that, that we're just, that's just projecting. We're, we're basically back here in our minds, just beating the crap out of ourselves, just being awful to ourselves. And so the process, if you just want one simple one is just like, okay, the first thing is to be aware. So just aware that the, that okay, I, I feel negative. It's in my body. I feel so terrible. It's stuck on you like a sludge, like it's all over you because what you're doing is you're trying to operate and you're trying to get your breakfast, right? And the sludge is all over you and your focus is just staring this guy right in the eye, right? So you're doing, you're eating your breakfast and all you're staring at is you beating the crap out of yourself, you anxious about some sort of future event, you replaying some sort of event in the past that was awful. Um, now, at this point in time, because you're probably eating breakfast or moving about your day, it's not real now. It probably happened then, or if, it's, if, you're, if you're projecting something in the future, it's also not real. And even if you want to get weirder about it, if you read into quantum physics and stuff like that, even the present moment in me doing this video, that's not real apparently. So that's a real trip for you. Um, and so, uh, so what you can do where your power is, is you come back to the present moment and you can just say something like uh, you could say a prayer. You know, I, I want to reclaim my power from this creation, from this past experience. I ask for healing. I want to be peaceful and present now. It doesn't really matter how you go about it. The main thing is to be aware of where your focus is, which if it's looking back here is not real. That's step one. Step two is just not to judge it. Just don't judge that your mind is looking at this thing because that's what it does. That's just what it does. Like when you go swimming, that's what happens. You get wet. If you have a mind, then it's going to be doing all kinds of crazy things. So just let it do it. 
what happens is, is when you get dragged by it, when it sticks on your face and you can't let it go, that's the problem. So you just snip like that one where you just snip the cords and just let it go and let it, let it do its thing. That's when you get your power back. That's when you can now make a conscious decision, right? And so you say, okay, I want to be peaceful and present. And now the other thing is recognizing it's not a one and done deal. It's not like you read a book or you go see a therapist or you even watch this video. Um, it's, it's the way you live. Just like if you were out of shape or you want to get in shape. And you would have to, you'd have to integrate that as a way of life. And so just understanding that you're moving through life. This guy's trying to get your attention. He's throwing out lots of different lures to get you. When it happens, don't judge it. Go into the feeling. Say, I reclaim my... My power from this creation, I choose to feel peaceful and calm now. And even if you're at like a hundred, you know, out of a scale one to a hundred, a hundred being high of depressed or anxious, even if you can get down to 98, it's a huge win. And then it'll be 90 and then 95. And, and, and it's a, usually a progressional thing. It can be immediate. Open yourself up to that possibility. Um, but just like, again, losing weight or, or getting into shape, if you're really overweight from the way that you were living life or whatever the case is, then it's just the general process of, of getting healthy and making different choices and creating the reality in the physical, uh, physical world, right? Because the body is a physical thing. We can kind of see it. The thing with the mental world is we can't see it. So that's why I like that analogy because um, our minds are really sick. They're really sick. Yeah. Our minds, for whatever reason, they're... They're just butts. They're buttheads. So reclaiming that power and seeing it as a training, seeing it as a process that you continue, just like you keep going to the gym, just like you keep eating healthy foods, just keep uh, proper relationships. You just come back to the present, reclaim your power, and move forward. So I think that I got to all the points that I wanted to. Uh, your power's in your intention. Don't judge it if you're you know, being terrible to yourself. Um, recognize that it is a process and recognize that the way that your mind works it's going to throw out everything it can like sound and music and trumpets and just anything for you to look back into this imaginary world to take your focus and your attention and your power and so all you need to do is reclaim it don't judge it when it's gone to wherever it's gone that's what meditation's for if you meditate you kind of know what I'm talking about and if you say oh I can't meditate because my mind goes nuts. Yeah, it's the point. It's just kind of look at it, right? From a space where you don't um, have to engage. It's not stuck to your face. So just like this image, you realize that I'm, it's not stuck to me. But when you're in the imagination, you're living it. It's like these two wolves are physically here and I can pet this guy. And if, and if it's just this uh, negative guy here, it's me and him in that realm. It's terrifying. And that's what the mind does. It makes it very, very real. And so what meditation does is give you a little bit of space like this where I can look behind me and I'm like, oh, I know that that guy's not real. There's space. This is just a green screen. And if it was a physical um, painting, I could just say, yeah, it's a physical painting that I'm looking at. Um, but it's not, it's not in physical reality. And so I can have some space between it. That's all meditation is, is just looking at your mind and realizing, oh, I'm not those thoughts. I'm not that future scenario that's awful. And I'm not that past scenario that's awful. I'm neither of those things, but I can watch... Uh, like a teleprompter, all of these thoughts come up. And again, it's all about that space between that's going to give you the freedom to make new choices, to insert a prayer, to insert a, just an affirmation, to 
um, rec basically reclaim your power. Just say, oh, I'm going to reclaim my power. So what does that mean? Reclaiming your attention, right? So if you look away from something um, that you don't want to see, you kind of reclaim your power. If you show up, let's say you want to learn art or you want to learn music, your power is showing up and going to get those lessons, right? And you're focused and you're engaged in that space. That's where your power is, right? So that's a positive version. So reclaim your power of the mind. And so create spaces in the physical world where you want to be. So for me, it was snowboarding and you know now podcasting and skateboarding. When I'm in that space, it's where I want to be. And my presence is there because I want to be there. So if you consistently go to spaces you don't want, you want to begin to use this for that idea too, sending out prayers, getting clear on where you want to be, not judging where you are. And you can use this as a, essentially a process of creation, being appreciative and grateful and content for where you are and what you have. And then you're looking at your reality, right, of duality, light and dark, and you say, you know what? I would, I would love, I would prefer to have more feelings of bliss, joy, peace. Um, these are the people I want to be around, and these are the things that I want to do, and I'm really content and grateful for where I am now. Now you just shift your attention and awareness, and you begin to create that. And you do it by continually engaging in the process. It's not just like a decision and it happens. You got to continually engage. You got to continually be proactive. Um, you got to continually make the decision to, to make your willpower to disengage from whatever's happening in your mind and bring it back now. And that's the decision you make. And if you want to use prayer, if you want to just do three deep breaths and then it goes back again and you come back and you do three deep breaths, you come back again and maybe you try an affirmation, you come back again, you do a prayer, you come back again and you do a breath again. Any of those three will work. You could use all of them. You could use one. You could use your own method. It doesn't matter. The point is continuing to do the work to come back um, and setting your intention for what you prefer because that's where your power is. Um, and all of that stuff trying to get your attention, that's, that's the illusion. Like it's really trippy to think about who back there, what, what mechanism is running back in the subconscious mind to try to get your attention to make you look at something frigged up? I don't know. I'll have to get a, I've had neuroscientists on the podcast. I'll have to ask somebody to tell me like, who is doing that? It's crazy. Why, why are they doing that? Why is my own mind doing this to me? It's not cool. Why isn't it taking me to like some sort of joyous, amazing place where I'm just going to be all blissed out naturally and like feel super secure and safe and uh, connected and, yeah, I don't know. So if you know, put it in the comments. Um, so anyway, I hope that's helpful. Um, if, if I hope, I think that this was clear, but I don't know. Um, it's just my general rant and I was working with a client today. So I wanted to share that because I feel like it was really important and, and helpful as far as perspectives. And so if you have questions, put them in the video below. I will answer them. If you have comments, please share. If anything was confusing, let me know. Maybe I can clarify for you. But thank you for watching. I hope this is helpful. Um, you can reclaim your power for sure. Your infinite, whole, perfect, harmonious being as you are. And we're limited. Like nobody's perfect. We don't have nobody. Obviously, no one knows everything. So that's a part of this experience too is to have very limited awareness of the big picture of who we are as infinite beings. And we make mistakes. That's cool. And, and we, we go through really um, trials you know, and tribulations because that helps us become who we want to become it's a part of it here it's understanding that if we're in the water we're going to be wet if you're alive there's light and dark if you have a mind it's going to move over into the darkness at some point and it's probably a monkey mind and you can learn how to train it and your power is bringing the intention back and that's where you're going to get into um, your own connection with a, a spirit force nature you know 
um, something that is that is helpful in guiding you. And so, um, yeah, so I hope this was helpful. Have an amazing day. Put some questions or comments in below if you have them, and uh, we'll see you later. Peace.